I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, and welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. We're up to episode 120. Where did all my time go? If you've listened to the show for some time, you know I talk about our fast-paced job world. But you also know, I tell you, today we're asked to do more with less. That usually means less money, less time, and of course, less resources. In the end, it simply means get things done faster. Today's show touches on helping you recover some of the time in your day. We're going to take a look at time management. When I speak to business owners of both large and small companies, there's usually a common complaint. Either I don't know where all my time goes, or I wish there was more time in the day. Sometimes we need to take a step back and ask ourselves if we know what we do each day. Now, I mean truly, that might sound like a funny statement or a funny question to ask ourselves, but just pause for a moment. If you've ever gotten through the day, or even half the day, say lunch is rolling around, break time is rolling around, and you feel exhausted, you feel like you've put in, oh, hours worth of work, and then you look and you see you haven't accomplished much, you kind of wonder what happened to the day where your time has gone, then this episode is for you. What we're trying to get at today is to find out if all the activities that you and I do, if they're adding value, if they provide value to your company, to your team, and ultimately contribute to the end product, the end service, and provide value to your end customer. Now, many of you may not be in a situation where you're connected with the end customer. That happens a lot, especially as companies grow and they upsize. That means there are more cogs on the gear, more spokes in the wheel. So we simply aren't touching base directly with our end customer. We might rely on customer reviews, customer feedback, social media comments, or it could be something that your company does. They put out a regular newsletter or have team meetings, and they let you know how sales are going, what the pulse of the customer is, which way they're trending. Sales are up, sales are down. Do they give you feedback? But in the end, we all have to work together and provide some type of value. After all, that's why we were hired, each of us to do our specific task, our specific activity. It doesn't matter what role you have, whether large or small, we should all be contributing to the bottom line, helping our company, in the end, helping our end customer survive and thrive, give them products, give them value, give them services and goods that they need. With all that said, let's explore one tool that can help you review your workday. And you know what? We're going analog. Yeah, I said it. 
We're going back to the dark ages. We're going before black and white TV. We're going back to, I'm going to say it, a pad of paper and a pen. Okay, you could use a pencil. But we're trying to stay away from electronics. We don't want to use our smartphones, our computers, our software for what we're about to do. And there's a specific reason why. We can get distracted by those items. There's always a message. There's always an email. There's always an update. There's always something, a reminder on our phones, a calendar appointment coming up. And when we do this exercise to help you review your workday and hopefully gain back some of your time, we're going old school, paper and pen. Here's the deal. It's super simple exercise. You may have heard of it before, but I think it's well time to break it out again because I'm just hearing too much in the industry, too much out there in the job world where people are trying to do too much in one day and they can't get it done. What you're going to do with your pen and paper, you're going to log down from the minute that your workday starts. You're going to log down every 30 minutes what you spent a majority of your time on. Now, this is just high level. And so that means we don't need the details. And I want to give you a couple examples. If you spent a majority of your 30 minutes, that means greater than 15 minutes, working on emails. We're not worried about who you sent the emails to. We're not concerned with which specific departments or any particular people you interfaced with, or did you just read all your emails and categorize them? Did you respond to your emails, or are you just creating drafts to prepare to send later? None of that is important. It's just about the activity. So for the first 30 minutes of the day in this example, let's say you spent 16, 18, 20 minutes, or the full 30 minutes, you would put down email. That's it. Then the next 30 minutes, boom, it's time for another note. After you've gone through this for a full day, you take a pause at the end and just look down on the paper and see if anything is glaring, anything catches your eye. There seems to be repeat activities you're performing or, you know, maybe everything's well balanced, don't know. So from then on, you do this activity for the next day and the next. You should cover at least one full week. If nothing at the end of that week stands out as what I'll call a time suck, something that's pulling you away from being productive, or it's an area you spend your majority of your time doing, if nothing stands out, it might be time to repeat this activity, yes, for a second or third week. It's kind of fun, and it's really kind of simple. If you're mobile and you move from place to place in an office or you travel, just keep that small notepad with you, pop it out, okay, I'll let you have a 30-minute reminder on your cell phone, your smart device, just for it to ring, and then go right to that pad and paper. Do not get distracted by those things I mentioned. Calendar appointments, notes, text messages, Snapchat updates, social media, anything. Email, of course. It's all there. You must first document what you did for that last 30 minutes, what you either know minute by minute you did, and that took up majority of your time, or if you want to, a gut check. I feel like I spent most of that time doing this. It could be speaking on a phone, could be performing customer service. Maybe you were calling to get clarification on a matter. What was that about? Right? Just cover it at a high level. If after that second and or third week, you still don't see something, there's another way this can be done. You might have to focus on a specific week of the month, such as end of month closing, where you're generating reports, financials, things of that nature. 
Or it could be the beginning of the month where certain activities happen, where you're opening up new reporting systems or opening up accounts for the new month. Whatever it is you do, you may want to check that specific week of the month if that gives you most of the trouble. How would you know which week to check, Craig? Well, it's all about how you feel. Do you feel you're productive all month long, or is a particular day or week of the month that usually causes you a lot of stress, a lot of headaches, you seem to be working extra hours, or you actually are working extra hours, you know, don't don't bother to wait for me for dinner, I won't be home till late, or I'll grab something late after finishing up at the office. If you can tell, tie yourself to some of those statements, those could be indicators that you're having something suck your time away at work. Now, If your main job is writing reports or reading, reviewing reports, that's fine. So for a majority of your day, if it says report, 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 I get it. What we'll need to do then is break down to a second layer on that. Ask yourself the following questions. How often do you go back to your employees, team members, or the sources that either wrote or generated the report content and ask them for clarifications. How much Q&A, question and answer, how much back and forth goes on? How many edits are needed? Until you or whoever you're going to be forwarding that report to understand what's in those reports. It's not just the fact that you're doing those reports, which may be part of your job and that's fine but it's the subtasks within that. If those reporting methods take up most of your day, fine, might be your job, no problem. But how much time is wasted? How much time is spent going back for clarification? If you find that there are situations like that, then that would be something cause for concern. If you can get a more cleaner approach to communicating, possibly you would then spend less time with clarification minimizing your need for back-and-forth conversations, back-and-forth communication, and eventually get to the point where there's minimal to no requests for backup information because the reports, the data, are pretty thorough and pretty accurate the first time. This is not going to be what is called a step change, something that happens immediately. It's going to be something that's gradual and takes time. But whether it's reports or anything else that you do, if there's something that is taking a majority of your time and you feel that it is not an area you're productive in because you feel overwhelmed, you feel like you don't know what you did that day, that week, that month, that would be a great area to run this simple tool, this simple analog test, as I call it, with your pen and paper. Again, the reason why this episode came up is because it's not only happening to you and I, it's happening to a lot of our business leaders out there. Not only themselves, but their team members are reporting overall frustration, overwhelm. If there's anything that we can do, even using this simple tool, this analog tool, if you will, pad and paper, it could help you get back minutes in a day, hours in a day, or hours in a week, and reclaim some time for you to get back to doing the things that are effective and add value to your job. Now, going to take a twist on the last part of this episode. We talked about adding value to your job and seeing where most of your time is spent. Here's something that might be a little bit of a head scratcher for you. Do you know 
if all the activities that you're doing are truly providing value. I'm going to pause a moment there. Do you really know that all the activities that you're doing are providing value to your company, ultimately to your end customer? Here's something funny that happened to me. There was a project that I worked on, and it was its job was to generate a report to provide information on the costs of products and services that our company offered. And we focused on, we focused on a specific type of um, service. Well, that project went on for about two years, and the email distribution slowly increased as people became interested. At one point, the reporting stopped because we had other projects that were higher priority, and so therefore there was a pause in the circulation of that report, hence a pause in sending out that data, that quantitative analysis. What's funny about it? After a few months, and there was time to go back to work on that project and send those reports out, not one person during that time frame asked, hey, I need my update on. Hey, I noticed the email wasn't sent out on the regular basis. How's the project doing? How are our financials looking? Did we improve on any of our scheduling? Have we compressed any of our time so that we can provide the product or service at a faster rate to the customer, possibly saving them money and time as well? None of that happened. What I felt the underlying message was from that, that that report was unnecessary, at least the frequency with which I was generating it. Let's say that report was weekly, maybe it could go to bi-weekly or monthly. How about quarterly? Semi-annually? I know, annually, just to give an update to the management team, right? Well, it was time to ask the question to the team. Maybe you hold a 10-minute focused timed agenda meeting and you ask, is there an interest in me continuing to provide this report If you don't get responses or it doesn't seem to provide value, that is something that indicates to you that maybe that report, maybe that process, that task is not providing value and it's unnecessary. Now, when we start our jobs, there's probably a list of requirements and expectations. But as time goes on, how often do we go back and refer to those job descriptions, those job postings and listings? We start to get a feel for our job and kind of do it out of confidence. I know what's due. I know what's needed. At the end of the week, my manager wants a summary of my work progress. At the beginning of the week, I need to lay out which customers I'm going to speak to, which customers I'm going to talk to about XYZ. If I have any travel next week, it has to be logged at a time so that I know where I'm going and I have permission to travel. Whatever the case is. You don't go back to your rules, your regulations as frequently as you did when you were a new employee. So then the question becomes, what kind of products, services, or effort do you put into your day-to-day activities at work? Does any of that generate output, such as emails, reports, statistics, data, quantitative analysis? If so, who are you sending that information to? What groups? What systems are you uploading it into? Once it's uploaded into those systems and once those people receive it, do they do anything with it? Do they even read your email or read your report? Or is it more of a checkbox thing? Now, there may be some requirements 
for certain reports, certain activities to be done, especially when it comes to audits from external companies. And there's a thing called checks and balances. This has to happen so that that can happen. And they should check and balance out each other so we have a comparison of two viewpoints. That's fine. If a report's necessary, even if it's not read by many, and it's just there to be generated so that it can be referenced, that's one situation. But I wonder, even for myself, what are some activities that I'm doing that keep me busy, but not productive? I just wanted to have this episode out there to give you some food for thought. Maybe to question yourselves and kind of scratch your head when something comes up. Wow, I had no idea using the pad and paper method that I was actually spending a majority of my day working on email. Now that I know that, how effective am I working in email? Am I overloaded? Does my inbox steadily grow? Or am I able to nibble down at it and get it down to a manageable rate every day or every week? If it's reporting, I've already talked about that. Think about it. Do the input sources that give you data generate information that's valuable to you so that you can provide a final summarized output? Is that data still needed since you've been doing this task or activity for so long? Maybe things have changed within your company, and you could ask your team to get together and say, hey, who uses this information? What's the original purpose? Has that purpose changed? And here's a better one. Is the need for that item, whatever it is, report, data, output, service, product, whatever, is the need still there? The response might be a long, drawn-out silence. It could be some very unique facial expressions. But you know what? Do it in a questioning, positive attitude with the right right focus, the right behavioral aspects. I don't want to do this report anymore because no one reads it. That's not going to work. That's just going to put a bullseye on you. You're going to be the focus of the conversation. You could say, hey, team, I was wondering with regards to the monthly report on XYZ, you know, financials, projects, tasks, sales, whatever it is, throughput manufacturing. Who are the people that read this report? What information is needed in the report? Can anything be removed from it to streamline it? And furthermore, how can we make it better? Can it be better organized so it's using less paper, less time, less resources? And is there a way for us to get it to a point where it can be summarized down to a single sheet of paper? You'll still have the backup data in the report, but maybe a cover would be enough Just a cover page saying, here's our statistics, boom, right in front of you. A quick read section, a quantitative section, getting the metrics down. Just some food for thought as we start to get towards the end of 2022. And I am here to try and help you get some of your time back going old school with our analog tools, as I say. I hope you have enjoyed today's show. This has been Career Growth Made Easy, episode 120, Where Did All My Time Go? I've mentioned this before, and I humbly ask of you to take one critical action. Please share this show if you feel it's helped you in any way. Please share it with a new person, a family member, a friend, a coworker, colleague, or someone you meet, a stranger, an acquaintance, and you get to talking about career growth and how one of these shows may have helped you. We're looking to grow, and we're happy to provide this free podcast out there with productive, useful tools and ideas. Please share our information and episodes with others. Career Growth Made Easy. We're on all the major players. 
We're always welcome and open to your feedback as well for future topics, maybe recommending a guest to be on, or if you know someone that has a podcast or a YouTube show, and maybe Craig, maybe I would be a great guest to have on. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. I truly appreciate you and every moment you spend with us. I am Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. This was episode 120. Where did all my time go?